0: Hey, hey, Nick! Guess what? What? I got a thirst. Oh. And a thirst? the only thing that's gonna quench it is duck puns and <laughs> bestiality and uh, little people in duck costumes. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. You thirsty? <laughs> uh, of course. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think. Well, we need a we need a a, a little rift eventually. We need yeah. a little opening rift. Oh yeah. But hello and welcome to Thirst for the Worst. This is a podcast where we take you on a tour of garbage through pop culture. Um, I'm Colin Bramer. I'm Nick Molander. Each episode, we will pick apart a piece of pop culture on a quest to find the most bizarre, ludicrously bad things ever made. You like that? I like that. Are we nearing a, 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 an intro that we'll stick with, you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay, it, good. Yeah.
0: I think we worked out a lot of the kinks after our first episode. And we both have mics.
1: Yeah, we do. We're no longer leaning over the coffee no, table. No, like
0: I said before, it did look like we were getting, like in an arm wrestling position. I just like leaned over one pillow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but now we're 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 sitting apart. We have two mics. We're like um, nearing some sort of level of professionalism. So yeah, we are taking a look at the worst things. We're on a quest to find the worst things, and today, oh boy, we're looking at the first Marvel movie ever made. The a movie that launched a dynasty, a franchise that Hollywood has never known before since the Marvel movies. It's Howard the Duck, the George Lucas movie from 1986, based on a Marvel Comics character, the first Marvel Comics character ever adapted for a movie. I love that. George Lucas was coming off of uh, Return of the Jedi in 1983. And Indiana Indiana Jones. Jones. I think he had made two of them already. Mm-hmm. um by so massive massive success like the height of anybody really blockbuster director career at the time and then then somebody had to approach him with this or he decided himself to adapt this character and i just love that idea that it's like yeah let's look at marvel comics and then um oh there's this one about this alien duck and uh oh really do, do, do you think maybe we should look at maybe some of the other stories in marvel comics yeah. to adapt he's like no it's the duck <laughs> Yeah, what's yeah. You, what was your <laughs> what was your familiarity with this movie before we suggested it i I knew it existed but I, I knew nothing of it you know I so I had, I had never seen it before uh, we watched it a few nights ago um separately of course but um this movie was wild this was such a trip I was not expecting at all to get into what we got into immediately upon starting this
1: yeah I, I don't know how we're gonna top it. It's Man. crazy. <laughs> it it might be the most bizarre movie I've ever seen. I
0: was telling you this that this movie feels like a product of cocaine.
1: Yeah, and I um I should say that I I don't know much about Marvel movies mm-hmm. or the comics. And I, I, I don't really, ton. Yeah, I didn't really grow up on that and I um I'm confused as to why Howard the Duck is a Marvel character. He doesn't do anything <laughs> extraordinary.
0: Well, We'll get into it, and I'll answer okay. some of your questions about the Marvelness of Howard. Um, well, first of all, I think when we start talking about this movie, I want anybody who's listening to this to just pause this, go to YouTube, type in "Howard the Duck" scene, "Howard the Duck" opening scene, funny scene. Just go watch a like a compilation of clips that you can find on YouTube because it is a truly. There's no way you could you could even begin to grasp what this movie is just from us explaining it to you, no matter how well we do. And the trailer doesn't really do justice either. No, don't watch a trailer. Yeah,
1: you've got to watch a clip.
0: And trailer... Yeah, no, no. You have to go watch the... Just the the visceral experience of seeing the duck, the duck costume, live action around all these people, um, the opening sequence. I think you have to go see it. So um, from what I understand about the, the, the Marvel Comics character is that it's kind of like a noir satire with like this absurdist element of this talking duck. Like he's a private eye in okay. the comics, but he is like an alien from a, a duck world. It's supposed to be more like a foul mouth private eye. Right. And he's okay. not very likable and he's very gruff. And, you know, from what I've seen, it's, it, there's a lot of like parody of different genres and, and social satire. And it's almost like a elaboration of like a political cartoon that you would see in the Sunday paper. And somehow from that you get to this movie, and I don't know. I mean, that's my biggest note for this movie is I don't know who this is for.
1: Yeah, I kept thinking that the whole time.
0: Is this a kids movie?
1: <laughs> because it's it's too R rated for kids, but it's also probably PG because it was it's his rated 80s PG. They, this movie is rated yeah. PG,
0: and just to to set up the movie, so it's a movie about Howard, who is a duck from a planet called Duck World that's shaped like an egg. But besides that is, is just like earth in every single way. Yeah. Like they have one-to-one <laughs> duck versions of all our things. He has a breeders of the lost Ark, like post movie poster,
1: Yeah,
0: which I guess is like self-referential for George Lucas. And it's also that is, you just start being assaulted with all the duck puns. And they're also lazy breeders of the lost Ark. And then there was
1: a, uh... Uh, like a porno magazine called like play duck play duck and so that's another thing within the first five minutes you see duck boobs
0: two two (laughs) it's within the first four minutes there are two duck boobs so (laughs) howard howard comes home from a day at work opens a beer called birdweiser again just such a lazy pun (laughs) yeah this movie is really like a vehicle for duck
1: puns and they're all so lazy it's like a rick and morty side plot yeah
0: it really In is, an and episode. it's like a where that would be parody. This yeah. is like trying to actually make you laugh with these puns. Mm-hmm. So he sits down and he opens up a play duck, which is just Playboy, but for ducks, and there's he opens it the centerfold and and it's a big naked duck. Then he it looks like he's gonna start masturbating, I guess.
1: <laughs> I think so. And then yeah. his
0: couch, his his love seat is suddenly starts shaking and then gets Just ripped through an entire apartment building. And he's flying backwards. And on his journey, ripping out of the apartment building, he passes through a bathroom with (laughs) a naked woman duck taking a bath with like a glass of Chardonnay. And she has... This is what's so bizarre. She has these big, huge human tits.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's so gross.
0: It's so disturbing. Why would the ducks... Have human mammal boobs. <laughs> They're
1: ducks. Why do they feel the need to show us that?
0: Within four it, minutes. What does it add to the story? That's the thing. That's a this is there's a that's a common theme for this movie, it's just the jarring tonal shifts. Oh yeah, the perversion is is Well, perversion, outrageous. but then like it <laughs> swings between like the tone of a Ninja Turtles live action movie and then duck tits. Yeah. I don't know who this is for. <laughs> I don't know why it was it's so it's Please go watch the opening sequence. That duck tit lady in the bath is the most baffling image of one of the most baffling images from the whole movie. And I just like this is where the cocaine comes back into it. I just picture George Lucas and other executives just, you know, barricaded in a boardroom at 4 a.m., amping each other up, just like. Yeah, then how it's going to get sucked through this one bathroom and it's going to be a duck with these big old human knockers, but we're going to keep it PG so that all the kids can see because it's 1986 and I'm never going to die.
1: Well, I imagine they were in the script. It showed, like, lady in the bath, and then one guy was just like, well, she's got to have tits, right? Like, we can't have a scene (laughs) of a girl in a bath without tits. This is 1986. Come on.
0: They later explain in the movie that this world is just, like, ours, but instead of, like, primates becoming... The sentient species ducks did so they had like the same evolution we did and became man ducks
1: but the the funny part about it is there's nothing about them that really makes them a duck outside of the way they look it's not like they swim they don't know in fact they just he go can't to, like, swim yeah yeah he says it up like later. three times they still just go to like office jobs and stuff so it's like uh there's no reason for them to be ducks
0: yeah it's, it- <laughs> no it's it's <laughs> it's so bizarre so he gets ripped through all these apartment buildings and 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 then sucked out of the entire planet into space through a wormhole i don't know how he survives being in space yeah there's a shot of him going (laughs) through
1: the rings of saturn yeah like
0: his 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 art his love seat he's flying on is like burning on impact of being dr- drugged through the atmosphere but he's fine yeah and he gets sucked through This <laughs> just three minutes it doesn't even let you the movie doesn't even let you get acquainted with how weird the ducks look before yeah. he's immediately ripped apart and and th- flown through space and he flies and he lands in cleveland which is also it is a comic book thing he's, he's supposed to be in cleveland so he lands in cleveland in the middle of like the punk district yeah. of cleveland which man they don't they don't make they don't make punks like they used to well
1: yeah I, I couldn't wait to get to this my favorite part of almost every 80s movie is when they show like thugs or punks they're they're literally like cartoon characters
0: yeah they, they, they were so upset i guess first of all this is this is like pedal to the metal he lands these punks immediately pick him up drag him into a club and then the bouncer picks him up and says hey they're not fooling me. I'm not, I don't know kids in costumes in here. So the bouncer thinks that he's a kid in a, a little boy in a, cost, in a duck costume. So he throws him out of the club, but he throws him out. He, he fucking throttles him out into the alleyway. And he thinks it's a kid. And this is one of the common themes of this movie is that it can't decide how it wants everyone to react to Howard. Yeah, A bunch of people will see him and freak out like he's a mutant monster, (laughs) alien, which he is, Mm -hmm. and then they scream and lose their shit. And then some people are just like, "Eh, hey, pal, what's the rush? Yeah, like the second he
1: landed in Cleveland, like you said, those punks pick him up to bring him into the club they're not freaked out by it at all they they're just like hey we're heading in i guess we'll take this guy out of the garbage bring him with us like they're not wondering why he looks the way he does it 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 just doesn't make sense go
0: back to your sentence which is they pick him up to bring him into the club (laughs) that's a real thing that happens they find a duck and then it's like go to the club (laughs) <laughs> and then Lena Leah Thompson's band Leah Thompson is the mom from back to the future yeah the ultimate her,
1: damsel in distress right of the 80s I guess yeah because this is this. a year after back to the yeah. future
0: so she's like on an all-time career high too. She's in like a, a rock band like a punk band yeah and she's in like a club behind a cage <laughs> like it's such a wild club that the band needs to be protected or something <laughs> but uh so then so how so Howard gets thrown out of the club and then he starts being chased. By a by a biker gang called Satan sluts.
1: Yeah, it's like an all female biker gang.
0: He just turns a corner and there's a biker gang chasing him. What? <laughs> what do they want with him?
1: Yeah, it's not. It's almost like he didn't get transported to Earth. He got transported to another dimension that is like almost like Earth but more bizarre. Yeah, like every character
0: in this movie feels like they're in a different movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Because
0: like Howard is obviously a duck man mm-hmm. and then we'll get to some of the other characters, but Leah Thompson is relatively grounded but also like acting like very dreamlike in a lot of ways. Yeah. Which she's I mean, she does she's pretty good in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it seems fitting that she's
1: in this movie because every guy in the movie is like Biff from Back to the Future.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yes, I think well they I think they cast her because of like they liked her in Back to the Future. But yeah, she she feels like she's she comes out pretty well. She, I think she's doing the Lord's work in this movie, trying to like make this work. I kept feeling so bad for the little person in the duck costume yeah, me too. because he's wearing this animatronic head that must have been like thirty pounds, mm-hmm. and it's it's fully animatronic and full of wires. It's probably hot as shit in there, and he couldn't see. That was probably such a grueling experience um and they originally cast a kid to do all that but the suit was too dangerous yeah
1: i was gonna say it would be some child labor laws
0: yeah so, so they sure. had to then look to a, a little person um who again i think does what he can especially for someone who can't see mm-hmm. i watched an interview with him where he couldn't see at all so he had to <laughs> he had to memorize every set and how many steps to take to everywhere to everywhere so yeah, so he um, Howard is attacked by the bikers gang. He's tossed into a garbage can, and then he fa- faints or goes to sleep, I guess, in his in the strange new world. And he wakes up to um, Leah Thompson, of course, being attacked by rapists <laughs> who are fans of her
1: band. It, it, all of this is back to back within the first eight minutes of the movie. The, the, yes, by the
0: please way. either go find the YouTube clips or watch the first eight minutes. It sets the it's it I mean it perfectly sets what you're about to see for the rest of the movie. I, after watching that I thought this might there's a good chance this is my favorite movie <laughs> after the first eight minutes.
1: It it is crazy. And back to the rapist scene, there there are multiple scenes throughout this movie where Leah Thompson is just interrupted in mid conversation it's by rapists. Yeah. Just going like, hey, Toots, come here. Yeah. And then, and then some guy has to defend her, and it's usually Howard, the duck. Yeah. And
0: it's again, like, I just love the, I love the, the, I love the representation of punks in movies, especially in the 80s. Cause they're these two, I kind of want to play the clip and I have it in front of me. The two guys that, that want to rape her, they seem like pretty dorky. Yeah. <laughs> they're not at all intimidating. And then Howard decides he's going to save her from the, from the, from the, Sexual assault, I guess. That is again. I guess is this a kids' movie? Yeah. <laughs> because we're only eight minutes in, we've seen two pairs of duck tits separately, and she's being sexually assaulted.
1: Yeah, by these two glam rock. Guys. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. For two guys that look like they're in the Cure. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna play the. <laughs> I'm gonna play the clip because I want you to hear the how these guys sound.
1: Every duck's got his limit, and you scum have pushed me over the line.
0: Jimmy, do you like to see what I see? A talking duck. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. Uh, I've been doing too much toot. <laughs> they sound like characters from The Simpsons.
0: I've been doing too much toot. Jimmy, <laughs> do you see what I see? Toot. I had to look that up. Apparently, it's cocaine. Yeah. Toot. I've been doing too much toot. they're like
1: muppets (laughs) like muppets came to life and decided to start a a 80s glam rock band it's
0: pretty it's pretty impressive that in a scene with an alien duck they're the weirdest ones in the scene (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so then howard um howard says i know quack foo yeah oh he goes
1: no more mr nice duck
0: we haven't we even we don't know you what we haven't seen mr nice duck what do you mean <laughs> no more of it this is your this is his first line of the movie i think i think so it's such what a what bad no more, line too no more mr nice duck and then so he fights them with quack foo he says sweet Thompson. he asks where he is and she says uh, cleveland and he thinks it's a planet and then she she clarifies and she goes oh the planet's called earth i think she doesn't know the name of the planet by, like confidently, <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't know what they were getting at there. Were they trying to show show her as like this like, hey, I know the streets. I know how to play my guitar. I know how to be part of this punk scene, but don't ask me about science,
0: I guess. and she she's so edgy that she doesn't care that there might be a mutant duck in the world with her because she just goes, she she says she literally says, like, oh, well, I better be going. Thanks again. Bye. Like she's just going about her night. I mean, Five minutes ago, she was almost raped and then saved by a little humanoid, sentient talking duck in a three-piece suit. These are all, should be the most traumatic things that have ever happened to her. She's just so cavalier about it. Like, she dropped her cell phone in a puddle and then just moves on. So she... So she invites him back to her because uh, he has no place to go, and he saved her from rape, mm-hmm. which he didn't really even do that much.
1: Yeah, I thought that was funny how they've done nothing to show us that he's, like, brave or good at fighting or anything. Mm-mm. I guess that that anti-rape scene, whatever that was, that little thing that he did was supposed to be that scene to show that he's, like, brave and good at fighting, but he just – what he did was so – like, minuscule. Yeah, it's you know? like in a
0: kid's movie when they have to beat up a, a uh, an adult bully, like in Three Ninjas or something. Like yeah. He just kind of goes between their legs and then hits them on the butt with a trash can.
1: Yeah, and they fall into each other and they yeah. like, go headfirst into a bag of garbage exactly. and then, like, kick their feet in the air. Also,
0: Howard doesn't really seem rocked by the revelation of human beings. Like, ostensibly, there wouldn't be humans on his planet. At least we have a precedent for what ducks look like. He would just... He wouldn't even have any basis for what a human looks like. And he's not really freaking out at all.
1: Yeah, he calls Leah Thompson the female creature. Yeah. Like the first line, basically, he has in the movie. And then he doesn't really acknowledge it again. He's just used to people by that point. And they
0: go back to Leah Thompson's apartment, and she has absolutely no follow-up questions for him. (laughs) What are you? Why do you speak English? Instantly, they're just talking about her like sleazy manager.
1: Yeah, I think he says something like, this building looks a little rough that yeah. you live in. And she's like, well, I get a good deal because my sleazy manager lets me live here. Yeah, something. she's like,
0: oh, come on, give me a break. Yeah. Like they're friends. And then later, um, well, first of all, <laughs> a truck drives by or something and he has like a panic attack.
1: Oh, yeah. He has like PTSD. He, has PTSD? In the, he sits it's in the chair. It's and...
0: so like jarring. Like, is this serious? Yeah. The movie takes its time to like show you <laughs> that this is a serious thing. That never comes back into play, but it's also not funny at all. No. It's very disturbing. He's actually like tra- traumatized by being sucked through an interdimensional <laughs> wormhole, and and she's just like, "Oh, it's fine, Howard," and then he falls asleep, and she starts going through his wallet. Yeah, <laughs> she, st- she starts going through his wallet, and this is where you get some more of the crazy duck puns. Like oh, yeah. he he he's from Washington D.C. And he has a he he shops at uh, I think Blooming Ducks is, yeah. is a card, and he and then she pulls out a dollar bill, and it just it's just George Washington, but a duck. <laughs> it looks the exact same as as a regular one dollar bill.
1: Yeah. So there was in his universe, there was still like a Revolutionary War. Yeah. Where they're like a George Washington well, yeah. duck person fought against the English, and and somehow
0: <laughs> capitalism made a Bloomingdale's, but a Blooming Ducks and Mastercard. Yeah. And and they printed the exact same style of $1 bills and also later in the movie he 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 uses a French accent. So there's is there France in the duck world? Cuz he has an American accent, but he does a French accent. So there's duck France. Yeah. And the, but then later he doesn't know what a pizza is. Oh yeah. He's like, "What is this?"
1: <laughs> I kind of I I feel like somebody came to the the studio with like 100 jokes written on a piece of paper and they were like these are all duck puns now let's just fill in the blanks yeah that's what to i think like it, connect the jokes with like
0: i think this, this started with duck puns the yeah mo- the movie did and they're all but that's the thing is they're all so bad they're yeah. terrible
1: oh yeah like no more mr nice duck you
0: couldn't come up with anything better than that <laughs> quack foo these aren't even puns. They're just replacing words with quack and duck. That's not even a pun. No. It's, it's not wordplay. Um, but then, so she's going through his wallet, and then she pulls out a, a tiny little duck condom.
1: It's open.
0: It's just loose. <laughs> it's like if we were walking around with a loose condom unwrapped. And she goes, Howard. Yeah, and looks oh, down that's. Him. She, she just met him five minutes ago, and she's, Oh, Howard. And and you also see his name is Howard T. Duck. Yeah. It's like if we had people named like John Human.
1: <laughs> yeah. I noticed that dude <laughs> from Duck World. Duck World, yeah. It's like He's the T. fact T. that duck. the world is called Duck World, it kind of has to mean that there's like, duck is like an objective thing. Like somebody named it Duck World because <laughs> ducks, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. would they call it Duck World? They would just call it Earth or whatever. Yeah, it should it's, just be called Earth. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense
0: again it's like we called it people world yeah if we called earth people world (laughs) or human world and then and then also um the condom it's like a little tri like egg-shaped condom for i guess like a little corkscrew duck penis (laughs) this is where leah thompson I, i she had to have thought that at one point this is like a kid's movie and then she probably got to that whatever scene perverted stuff started happening and be like whoa wait a second this is a kid's movie right Oh my God, it was baffling when she pulled out that... I lost my shit when she pulled out that condom.
1: The only thing I can think of when I... Because the whole time I was baffled by who this movie was made for as well. And the only thing I can think of, and I still don't even think I'm right, is that it's like kind of a like what now we would call like a stoner comedy. Like scary movie or date movie. I don't know, You man. know, like that genre where it's kind of like for adults, but it's like tongue-in-cheek, rude... Humor that like.
0: The thing about the humor in this movie is on its own or as a parody, either way it falls so flat. It's just not funny at all. There's never there was never a point where the jokes were working for me unironically at all, ever. (laughs) I think we're supposed to be laughing at a lot of the things happening. I think we're supposed to laugh when we see her pull out a duck condom. But it's just so a step like it's just so ludicrously confusing that you're not laughing in the way the movie wants you to laugh.
1: I the reason I was laughing throughout this movie is just because of the context of it being like a very high budget george lucas movie that like george
0: George lucas didn't direct the movie though oh really no 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 oh he just produced it i don't even think he really had much of a hand in writing it
1: oh i was thinking he directed it he kind
0: of it was his project that he oversaw and he took to these directors that were friends of friends of his from film school The, the the director was william i forget his name but him he directed it and him and his wife wrote it and they were they also wrote temple of doom okay And American Graffiti, I think that was Lucas's first Mm, film. So he brought this to them to take it. And we'll get into some of the the trivia at the end. But this is – I think I'm going to blow your mind with a couple of the trivia things that come up.
1: I didn't do much research on this. I kind of wanted to come into it just knowing what I saw on the screen. We're
0: only 10 minutes into this movie.
1: Oh, I know. We haven't even gotten to anything. I feel like we need to speed up.
0: No. I mean, (laughs) the first – there's so much that happens in the first – 10 minutes of insanity there's no uh, but then so then the next day they go she knows she knows a scientist
1: (laughs) yeah i laughed at that just i'll i'll say more on that later
0: but and um and it's tim robbins Hmm. and who again doesn't know what movie he's in because he's acting completely different from everybody else there he's acting like a three stooges character
1: yeah and I I kind of got the feeling that they tried to get Tom Hanks and they couldn't. So they were just like, let's get Tim Robbins. Someone else with that thin kinda, boyish charm. Yeah, yeah, curly hair
0: with like the big glasses. And- I mean, he, Tim Robbins, <laughs> he's the worst in this movie by far. <laughs> yeah. Of all the actors, including when the Ferris Bueller principle goes all insane.
1: That actually kind of made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> like it? at many.
0: <laughs> and, and I think it's
1: so funny. And coincidental how Leah Thompson, this weird punk rocker, happens to know a scientist who worked, who just works at the lab that brought Howard, Howard from another dimension. Like, it yeah. just all falls into place. Like, it is it's such lazy writing. It's
0: predicated on a pretty big coincidence that yeah. she would know this. They
1: never say why they know each other or, like, how they know each other. It's no, but just... later
0: he's dating someone else in the band. Okay. He's dating one of the band people. mm right after that scene Howard gets mad that he they don't really have any answers for him on how to get home so they go out so they go out and then for no reason he just gets mad at Leah Thompson he's just like I don't need you you, you know take a walk I don't need take a hike and then she leaves and then it leads into <laughs> my, my my favorite part of the movie which is <laughs> The employment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so he gets really mad at Leah Thompson, tells her off for no reason. And then he, and then he says, well, time to get a job. <laughs> so he's been on Earth maybe 12 hours, and he's completely given up on going home to his home planet. And he decides <laughs> he needs to get a job. And then it just cuts to him. <laughs> the, the unemployment office. And he's, he has different clothes on. He's like dressed like MC Hammer. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he explains that he had to get the clothes from the little tyke section. Yeah. But did he pay for them? Did he steal them? And did, he cut holes in all the butts for his tail? It's so bizarre. And he's sitting in front of this really sassy unemployment worker who's just like, they give me all the slackers. I, I'm going to find you a job. Like, he's, he's being really cooperative and yeah,
1: She's <laughs> like, don't think that your appearance is going to get past me. Like, all, all these people come in here with tattoos on their face, thinking that they'll never be employed so they can keep collecting unemployment. Like, you're not going to fool me. And Cut it's like, to a fucking duck.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're not going to fool me. These are, I, I employ the freaks. I found everyone a job. Cut to a human sentient duck in a chair. And she's unfazed by it. What did, does she think it's, like, just an elaborate hoax?
1: Yeah, I think that's what they were getting at.
0: Because earlier in the movie, I think already at one point, someone says, oh, the bouncer thinks it's a kid in a costume. And more, oh, yeah. this happens a lot in the movie, where a lot of people are freaked out by him, they scream at him, and then other people make the giant leap to assume that it's a child in a Halloween costume. And they're always <laughs> like, hey, that's a really good costume, man. Yeah, there are, like, five
1: different... Moments in this movie where somebody goes like, "It's not Halloween today." (laughs) It's just like, "All right, you gonna just keep beating that joke to death?"
0: Well, yeah, and it's again, the movie hasn't decided which of those it wants to do. Does everyone thinks this is a costume, or does everybody think that this is an actual alien monster duck? This entire so then she gets him a job at like a brothel. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a like a sex club. (laughs) Like a hot tub hookup. Yeah club was this a thing in the 80s i don't know they were hot tub sex clubs
1: they made it extra gross too the name of it was like hot tub fever
0: it's like this incredibly dimly lit it looks like a sex trafficking place or something (laughs) but everyone's just these 80s couples hooking up and he's gonna and he has to hand out towels and lotion
1: and the boss is so cliche he's like this big guy that's just like get into room five there's a cleanup and like throws him a mop and he's a duck. Yeah.
0: He's a duck pushing a cart full of towels. And I guess the whole earth is fine with that now because he's, <laughs> he has these, it's, the sequence is supposed to be like a hilarious, you know, a, a hilarious series of hijinks where like he's, he's trying to mop up these terrible, disgusting things. He falls into one of the hot tubs and then later he just kicks his boss into like a mud tub.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he says, I quit. And then he ends up exactly where he was before that scene started. Just, like, without a place to go. I, I, for the life of me, I don't know why that sequence was in the movie. Nothing was accomplished. And it's, like, a 10-minute sequence.
1: I'm sure there was some duck pun in there, and they had to build the whole thing around it.
0: Well, she says, the, the <laughs> un- unemployment lady says, you're going to take to this, like, duck to water. Wait, we we can't skip over the part where she, the
1: unemployment lady is kind of chewing him out. She turns around <laughs> to pick up some papers from her desk, and her butt is, like, facing <laughs> Howard. And Howard just goes, and he goes to take a bite out of her butt. And then she, like, turns around and stops him.
0: She turns around and stuffs the employment papers into his mouth. Yeah, and <laughs> then they just it just starts the next scene. So he turns around, and he's so transfixed by this big, juicy butt that he's just going to bite it.
1: Yeah, so they don't. They don't touch on that again. No, he's just a pervert too. From the yes, (laughs)
0: he's (laughs) everybody's a pervert. They've already tried to show us he's like a likable guy, and then they have us—he's gonna bite a woman's butt in the in a in an office. That's that's like a woman that he doesn't even really care (laughs) for.
1: (laughs) he just can't control himself. (laughs) I feel like this started. This was like the height of like Me Too stuff. This is why the Me Too movement exists. It's like the '80s was probably like the worst of the worst as far as like
0: how would the movie think that we're going to be on his side after we see behavior like that? I don't know if that was just the, like,
1: well, I feel like that's like a running theme in this movie is that like sexually harassing and assaulting women doesn't make you like a bad person. No, no. It's like, they're still like, oh, well he's a nice guy. He just likes to rape women. It happens
0: so much. (laughs) Like,
1: and then they don't, I don't know. It's like every guy in this movie is like, yeah, even kind of even Tim Robbins pervy.
0: goes into the band. The he's trying to see the girls undress the band. The band when he tries to go backstage afterwards. Yeah, cha- and he's supposed to be bomb. the
1: like innocent nerdy guy. That... Yeah,
0: and he's and he's dating one of the people in the band. <laughs> yeah. It's there's every there's no one has any redeeming qualities except for like I said Leah Thompson who I think is great in this movie. Yeah. Um. God, but from the minute that employment sequence starts to the minute it ends. He's in the exact same spot. Like nothing changed. It, it, there was no reason to have gone on that on that wild goose chase. Another duck pun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then he he ends up back at the club where uh, Leah Thompson's band is playing, and then he gets in a bar fight with her manager, and then he 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 says you're not going to be their manager anymore. And then later they go. So Leah Thompson thanks him and takes him back again to her place and and this is where you learn that Howard's dream is to play music, but his parents wanted him to be a doctor. <laughs> and he ended up being an advertising like yeah. copywriter. So now I thought, "Oh shit. Okay, he's going to be the manager for this band and this is where this movie's going." That's what I thought, too. And I was in for it. I was like, "This is going to be awesome. He's going to be a talking duck who's trying to like get gigs and make this band famous." And then the movie just completely abandons that right away when those scientists come in and then now it's about an alien
1: when they interrupt the sex scene
0: yeah so well the, <laughs> yeah fuck Th-
1: that's this is when they explain to him what happened with the like right. the alien f- ray that
0: let's start with the sex scene because there is a there's a sensual like 80 sex scene between this duck and Leah Thompson first she she invites him to his bed and then he's like smooth talking her and he's like you know You know, love is crazy. Why don't we give it a chance? And he's all like smooth talking, and then right when she wants to, he's like all of a sudden nervous. Yeah, he's like, no,
1: it's okay, and he's like pulling the blankets Uh, over uh, his head,
0: like just on a dime switch. He's like,
1: come on, let's let's go. And then and then his
0: his duck feathers fly up. Like I think that's that's how ducks get boners. Yeah, that
1: that like kind of disgusted me. (laughs) That scene, his eyes kind of roll back and his feathers go up, and then he has to comb them back down. I was like, oh. I just imagine some gross dude writing that scene.
0: <laughs> so Leah Thompson's totally gonna bang this duck and then the, the scientists interrupt her. They, they just, just come cro- into her, just apartment her apartment at like midnight. <laughs> yeah. And then they just they just are peeving on her and this duck in bed and they interrupt it and then <laughs> th- then this then the movie then switches into now like an alien story where another evil alien there has been drawn back to Earth with Howard. I I never foresaw that plot line coming into it yeah. at all.
1: But the, the direction this movie takes, I would have never guessed in a million That's what years. I'm
0: talking about with the tonal shifts. Like, even yeah. when he's stopping the rapists, it starts playing all this, like, heroic music, like mm-hmm. this brass medley. This sounds like you would hear in, like, Jurassic Park or something, yeah. like, da-da, 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 like as he's like beating up these bad guys, but we've already seen all these duck tits in a duck condom. It's like the the tonal shifts are so <laughs> jarring to watch.
1: It, it's almost the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Song. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah, which so is hilarious.
0: It, but the, so then the tone shifts again into this like now this horrible. They brought down that alien because they go back to the lab. That's when they go back to the lab and it's been like blown up. Yeah, the laser like blew up, and that one guy comes out and his face has been like burned in half and he's just like we have no right to be messing with nature and then howard's just like that doesn't bode well yeah they
1: don't even react to this guy Uh. that's like about to die
0: this is when you meet the ferris bueller principal and he's like the head i guess like astrophysicist who explains all this yeah um and then the cops come and arrest howard just because there's there's been an explosion at the thing so the cops come and they arrest howard and again they think it's a kid in a costume and they're like get him out of the duck suit (laughs) and there's this disturbing scene where they strip howard down yeah and it's like it's so oddly like it's so oddly demoralizing and to take away that little duck's dignity when they rip off his clothes and he's just like a skinny little duck under all these clothes
1: yeah and they don't they don't do much to make this scene, like, funny and lighthearted. No. They're literally holding him down, and he's like,
0: hey, stop. Yeah. Ah, ah. It's Like, like panicking like please. a person would. Yeah. it's And they're like, yeah, get him out of the duck suit. Oh, we can't find the zipper. And they're stripping him. It's so, it's grueling to watch. <laughs> yeah. and, and then it's clearly, like, not a little person now. Now it's <clears throat> fully puppet because it's too skinny for what we normally see. Mm-hmm. So they escape from the cops with... Um, ferris bueller principal and leah thompson Mm -hmm. ferris bueller principal starts explaining that like he's well first he's like i don't feel right and he's like having like muscle aches Mm -hmm. almost well oh first of all they start driving right they start driving and
1: and everybody in this movie is the worst driver i've ever seen well
0: in every in any situation where there's a vehicle they always pick the most the worst one to be driving (laughs) yeah so this scene this guy's turning into an alien and he's like (laughs) Why would he? Be, why wouldn't Leah Thompson drive? And they're all getting mad
1: at him. They're yeah. like, "Hey, keep it on the yeah. road. What are you trying to kill us?" And you look at him, and he's like turning yeah. inside out.
0: And he keeps saying, "Like, there's something taking me over." And they're like, nah, you're just, you're just delirious." Like, Watch it, bud. You're an, in the right lane. You're an alien duck from another dimension. And the, and they just told you that they ripped another alien out, and you don't believe that he's turning into an alien. Yeah. They're just like, nah, you're crazy." They're like, and, and they're all mad at him for. And that that's another thing is. Everything in this movie just goes on for so long. That car (laughs) sequence is so long. (laughs) I know. Let alone the plane sequence at the end. It...
1: Oh, I have something to say about that. Yeah, we'll get to that. So,
0: first they go... (laughs) They go to a diner
1: and... They end up at a diner on accident. Yeah, they end up at a diner. Because they are... He's apparently so bad at driving while turning (laughs) into an alien that he like runs through a construction site and then jumps the highway and like lands in in the diner <laughs> parking lot where they just like land in the parking spot perfectly and they're like whoa i guess we'll get some dinner
0: yeah they even say like you just need some coffee yeah to him he's he's convulsing and, and like and i think well so they go in there and this is like a sushi bonsai themed it's cajun, cajun sushi, di- cajun yeah. sushi. Cajun sushi and they're all wearing like a karate kid bandanas in this diner, like a roadside diner. And, um, the, and he's trying to explain that he's turning into an alien and he, even his eyes start to glow and he blows up a ketchup and mustard bottle.
1: Part of that actually made me laugh like a legitimate laugh. Like when the waitress brings the eggs and then he looks up at her and he's like, the world will soon end, <laughs> and you will all be dead. And she's like,
0: you haven't even tried the eggs yet. Okay, I do. All right. Maybe this movie got a few left, because after that, Howard starts freaking, he starts losing his shit over seeing eggs, because it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's birds, and he's like, again, has like, PTSD. And then she she she's like, get the eggs out of here. You're hurting Howard. But uh, so they take the eggs away, and then the 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 Ferris, Ferris I think his Bueller name is principal Jennings. Jennings his movie, movie. His name is Jennings. Yeah. He goes. He took my eggs. <laughs> like that actually made <laughs> yeah. me laugh too. So, but the waitress also again thinks it's a kid. She's yeah. like, Wow, your kid's got a great costume. And then they order three beers, and she brings them. Mm-hmm. She just said it. To, she thought he was a kid. <laughs> she gives him a beer. And uh, she's like
1: upset at some point that she's like on the outside of whatever inside joke this is that the table's having. Yeah, she's, I, yeah, I remember that. Like when Howard freaks out about the eggs, and that's the same moment where the where Jennings is like, "The world will soon <laughs> end," and she's like, "Hey, hey, spot you... on impression, by the way." <laughs> she's like, "Hey, you guys!" Like she's like mad. She's like, "Can I get in on this or something?" Like she's like doing some sassy dialogue yes. about like how she's like annoyed that she. Right. like I don't know if she thinks they're picking on her or what. She's
0: but. that actress comes in and just chooses the scenery, and she just wants to be a part of their joke yeah. that they have going on. Where he's at, talking all zany, and there's a duck guy in a costume, <laughs> and she's like, "I just want to be a part of this game." Yeah. And then those Hicks come over and they steal the microchip, which I guess is the code. Another like,
1: almost rape scene. Yeah,
0: in this broad daylight of this of this diner, they're gonna sexually assault uh, Leah Thompson. and howard defends her and then we get into our second bar fight of the movie which we i was just thinking like haven't we done this already and it's
1: uh not only a bar fight it's like it's like invasion of the body snatchers style (laughs) where like everybody in this diner is just against howard for some reason like they all
0: first they're getting into the bar fight and one of the best parts about the bar fight is there's all these pies in the diner and (laughs) Howard keeps pieing people in the face but clearly the, the suit doesn't allow for the little person to be throwing the pies so all the bad guys have to just run headfirst into the pies as Howard holds them he like underhands it yes. into their face he's just holding him underhand and they're just ramming their heads into it like what is their plan to
1: headbutt his body and, and I just kept laughing at how every single person in the diner <laughs> was just joining in. It was like old people, kids, kids families. Every, it just turns just, into
0: this angry mob and they pick Howard up and they're just angrily screaming and chanting and they, they're going to
1: they start pouring seasoning on they, him they, and they were just going to like cook him alive in so the they, kitchen. They,
0: they, <laughs> they start they start holding him down and like garnishing him <laughs> with seasoning. This whole diner of of families and people and they're going to this duck is begging for his life in human English, and he's wearing human clothes. And they're gonna—what do they think he is?
1: And the whole time, he's screaming for Jennings to come save him. Like he's not aware that something has happened to Jennings at this point.
0: Yeah, and they, he says he's a dark overlord, and then he keeps calling him Jennings for the whole movie. Yeah, they're like, hey, shut Jennings. Up, Jennings." He's like, "Jennings, are you gonna help me out?" And then um, the the guy shows his powers for the—I guess—the first time. The the the, the dark. Jennings, yeah. Yeah, Dark Whatever. Overlord, I think, yeah. is what they keep calling him, mm-hmm. who's taking over Jennings' body, and he's, like, shooting lasers. And and this is where I was, like, starting to, like... I was, like, this kind of looks like, you know, almost, like, Ghostbusters effects. Yeah. So I wanted to look up when that movie came out, which was a few years earlier. Like, 84, maybe? And then I looked up the budgets, which we'll get <clears> into, <throat> but this movie has substantially more money than the, go- than the original Ghostbusters <laughs> did. So... He Je- – Jennings, dark overlord Jennings, like, blows up the restaurant and freaks everybody out and then is going to chase – I guess he wants – what does he want at this point? So it's almost like
1: he's coming up with what he wants on the spot <laughs> because there's, like, a computer chip that he needs to turn on, a, like, some kind of – The space laser space that, laser that, that, that like will opens bring,
0: up the wormhole.
1: Which I thought blew up in the earlier scene. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. But then there's a scene where Leah Thompson – here's another – uncomfortable rapey moment leah thompson like falls on the floor and then Jennings looks at her skirt and like runs his hand along her bare leg and he goes i need a a body and then he just takes her with him in this like semi truck well that's what i love about that
0: that whole sequence of him in the semi truck is leah thompson doesn't seem to be trying that hard to get away Yeah, She doesn't even try the door. She's just playing the damsel in distress. And again, this sequence, they drive like all night and it cuts to the next morning and she's just kind of like asleep like it's a road trip. (laughs) He's told her that he's going to use her body to inject more dark overlords into the world. And she's how would you fall asleep? Like long day. He starts to fall asleep while driving this semi
1: truck and he goes, I need more power. And he sticks the grossest like he, he grows this like tentacle tongue. And at this point, oh, it's God. like this. It's, it's all like a practical effects. It's like it. it looks like a, a scene from The Thing. Yes, where it's, it's this oh, gross, God. like paper mache looking head it's with disturbing. this tentacle growing out of it. It goes into the cigarette lighter of the truck and starts like, like charging him, and and yeah. everything about it's so gross. And Not he, to
0: mention he's like sweaty. I was just gonna say he's foaming slowly at the turning the into time. like a alien dildo like his hair is falling out and he's getting all sweaty and clammy he's disgusting his it's, head's like changing shape so gross and she keeps calling him jennings too at that point and, and another thing it
1: also lasts like 25 minutes
0: again every again. scene this movie is like four scenes that are all half hour and yeah. they're so long like this is this is so this is where during this howard and tim robbins escape the police again by out out in the behind the diner they find a plane yeah that's the worst <laughs> idea there are multiple like cars and trucks around with probably like keys in it they or find a plane and and Tim Robbins says he has to fix like he has to fix it they have it to up. assemble the plane <laughs> first <laughs> It's like it starts at night and then during the day they take off. Was he working on that all it, night? But
1: it's not even like a plane. It's like someone's home project. They yeah. took like a hang glider with like a right. like a tricycle and a, a yeah. lawnmower engine. It's like a, and like the built-
0: most, it's like a little bare bones, like almost like someone who was a deep plane enthusiast would like build and could actually fly and had a little motor on it. Yeah. And he spends all night, I guess, assembling it. And him, and again, then they decide that Howard's going to fly it. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that part. <laughs> Tim Robbins just built it. And then I thought, well, maybe it's because he's handcuffed for the entire thing. But he assembled the whole plane handcuffed.
1: Yeah, at one point, they're hiding. And there are all these police in the parking lot. And they go, we could steal a cop car. And they're like, well, that'll be conspicuous, like all, you know, sarcastically. But there are, like, multiple trucks, like box trucks, and it's like moving trucks oh, yeah. in the background. And I'm like, they don't even check to no. see if they have keys in them or anything. Instead, they look at a pile of garbage and go, oh, I think this is like a homemade plane. <laughs> Qu- quick, if we work together, we can put it together in no time. Like That's Tim just Robbins. where their brain goes.
0: The logic of this movie is Tim Robbins knows a little bit about science, so he's just an engineer completely now We can build the, planes. With the trajectory that their plane takes, they probably could
1: have just walked where they were going quicker so. with all the time it takes to build it and everything. Now too. we
0: get into the plane sequence which is goes- <laughs> another
1: 30 minutes it's
0: legitimately maybe 25 minutes of the movie and it's just them almost hitting something and pulling up at the last minute over and over and over they're just constantly flying six inches from the ground yes they- why it's an airplane <laughs> yeah the whole thing
1: would be that you could go above the ground the police are literally like driving next to them in their cars the and like time. grabbing onto their ankles and trying <laughs> yeah. to pull them down. And and Tim Robbins is going,
0: Howard, we got to go higher. And he's they, like they, crashing into the... They fly over like four different ponds and get away from the police. And then it cuts to the police still chasing him on a different road. <laughs> yeah. And, and that just goes on and on and on. And it's still playing that like... Da-da-da, da-da-da, like that kind of music the whole time.
1: It's just sequence after sequence of them Getting into wacky situation. It's like every every barrier that you could... You, you know what I'm saying? Like every obstacle like, yeah. that you could run into. There's like a banner at one point. They are like, like downtown.
0: Oh. Yeah, in a downtown of a little town and like fly through a banner. They land on a semi. Somehow take off from that semi. The only thing it was missing was like a fruit truck tipping
1: over. Yeah. And then like the guys with like a piece of glass. Right. that They had to like avoid. This is
0: legit like a 25-minute sequence that... I- must have been a month of shooting. It's so long, and there's no point to it. It goes on and on and on, and it's the same thing. And so they finally... And how do they know where they're going? Because I thought <laughs> yeah. they were going to the original lab, but I don't think they are, because they go to a, a different lab where there's a new laser. They like, drove to the desert. During this time, Leah Thompson and the alien go to just a different nuclear plant where there's, like, a tour happening. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, and so this takes place in Cleveland, but... I swear to God, the second half of the movie, they're just, like, in rural Nevada. It, it's, like, obviously some sort of arid <laughs> yeah. desert climate. They, they just don't even care to no. try to, like, pretend no. that it's still in Ohio. They're just like, yeah, whatever. They were probably
0: we'll... so far into this at this point. I don't know. but I'm sure they, they
1: were shooting out in, like, the, the desert somewhere. Yeah, there's
0: no way any of this was actually shot yeah. in Cleveland. No. But they, uh, so they... There seem they go to a different lab at the end. That's definitely not the first lab. It's it, just another
1: laser. Like they made it seem like the first one that they built was <laughs> yeah. like one of a kind. Like, like they an designed experimental it. Experimental thing. They just drove to another location, and then the the way he gets into the nuclear plant is he just like. Goes on
0: a tour. He goes on a tour. And then he's still all like, he's still at this point turning into an alien. And the,
1: there was another scene that actually made me laugh. Like a legitimate laugh. It's when he's doing the tour and he's all gross and sweaty. And he's wearing like the little jacket and hard hat. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then the, the tour guy just goes like, here's our reactor where we develop the, the nuclear power. And then Jennings just steps in front of the whole group and he goes, nuclear power (laughs) and the guy goes that's right (laughs) i love
0: that this this dark (laughs) lord that's right (laughs) i love this dark lord alien had the wherewithal to know that he should put on a disguise and get in line of this tour yeah
1: what's hilarious to me about it is when when he's on the tour he just like uses his superpowers to break into the reactor <laughs> yeah. to, like, charge his body. Why, why to, didn't he just do that? Why did
0: he to go in the tour? Why did he
1: join the tour? It was, it was all just to make one joke.
0: He seems perfectly fine just blowing everything up. Yeah. He could have just blown his way in there. Yeah. It, they go to a different lab, a different laser, and now the plan is that he's going to bring down more aliens, and he's tied up uh, Leah Thompson.
1: And there's nobody there, by the way.
0: It's empty. <laughs> and then Tim Robbins and, and Howard get there, and they... Find their like the secret experimental weapon that can kill aliens, I guess.
1: This disintegration ray or something. Yeah, which again, I don't know why it. he would
0: have knowledge of. This is, it doesn't seem like a place that he would have access to. And then they, they take it. And then again, this is where this sequence just drags on where he, Howard is just like, well, first, I guess <laughs> Jennings turn. <sighs> so he has like bones protruding from his back at this point (laughs) it's disgusting it's really gross
1: (laughs) something about the 80s man they just took it above and beyond with like body and i love
0: how he somehow turns into a big giant alien monster right and then it's it's crazy what he turns into it's bananas it's like
1: some stop motion thing that they like i don't know how they did it they like spliced it into the movie they
0: they yeah they like it's a dissolved in there but it's 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 a miniature it's like a, a three like a not even it's like a foot tall thing that they stopped their stop motion animating, mm-hmm. and they're they've done you know a scale they've made it to scale on the picture where it's this giant alien, but then Jennings just gets up and he's just a human again. He and had, he like, remembers everything. He had like
1: bones protruding from him.
0: <laughs> How did the alien get
1: out of his body? It would like rip him apart. And he gets up and goes, the the. Dark Lord is still here somewhere. Everything I said, like, he just remembers, what like, mean, the what whole... Do
0: you, what do you mean the Dark Lord's still there? Yeah, it's the giant alien thing in the corner. <laughs> yeah. And then we get that, another, like, 10-minute sequence of, of of Howard doing donuts in a little Zamboni-looking thing. It's like the cart... From Austin
1: Powers, that like, like he an gets airport, like yeah. wedged between, yeah, like, a like airport an airport cart. carriage, whatever and they call it. He keeps
0: going in like laps around the lab <laughs> yeah. trying to avoid the lasers from the alien. And then, but it goes on and on and on. And he shoots it like four times.
1: Well, and, and he has this like disintegration ray thing mm-hmm. mounted to the cart. Yeah. And for some reason, he has the sights on the monster like three <laughs> separate times. Yeah. And I'm like, just pull the trigger. What the fuck are you? And he's like, there's like every time there's like a 30 second scene of him, like gripping the steering wheel and and saying like another pun where he's like, no more Mr. Nice duck. And then he has to like get his feet ready to push down the pedal. And then in that time, something happens that like disrupts the, the laser, right? Like it
0: it's so long. Everything is so drawn out. Yeah. And it even like, the t- at one point a tentacle flies down and, and like wraps itself around Leah Thompson. Or I think it's trying to like push a button to like launch the laser or something. Oh yeah.
1: It's just another example of how kind of sexist this movie can be is okay. like, during this entire sequence, Leah Thompson is just in a miniskirt with like heels tied up to this this table. And like, this tentacle is, like, slapping her around. Yeah. And she's, no, like, screaming like, and kicking her legs up in the air. And I'm just, like...
0: It is, like, a straight-up live-action hentai. Yeah. Like, a, te- <laughs> te- you know, tenta- Japanese tentacle porn. It's yeah.
1: really bizarre. And every scene, they're just sexualizing her in this, like, weird, helpless way where, like, her skirt just gets a little shorter. And right. then, like, an article of clothing gets torn off.
0: And so then they, they shoot the alien and they, um...
1: He goes to blow up the laser and leah thompson goes but howard how are you gonna get home and he just goes goodbye duck world yeah and he shoots the laser and i love the scene of when the laser explodes it shows up into the sky that the the aliens the other dark lords are like on their way to earth and they're like in this beam coming towards earth (laughs) they they look so crazy they're like they look like um like Action figure toys that they did, like, stop motion with, which is, I'm sure, what it was, this. right? Like, it was, like, they looked like the bad guys from, like, the Ninja Turtles.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. I kind of, they're when they're kind of, like, it, again, it's been, like, superimposed yeah, where they're flying in. Yeah, I'm sure it was, like, action figure size dolls that they were manipulating by stop motion.
1: By the way, the movie doesn't end there. It then cuts to a scene where it's, I'm assuming it's, like, a few weeks or right. more, probably, yeah. somehow. Leah Thompson's band is just now, like, the most successful band in the world.
0: I think the implication is that Howard is such a good... He's their manager now. And he's such a good manager that they're playing, like, a stadium rock. Yeah. Like, a stadium rock concert.
1: And they're playing a song about Howard. (laughs)
0: They're playing a song. Here, I'll play I'm. I'll play it. I'll find it. I'll play it. But to give you a taste, and you can look it up, the ending song... They're singing it's called Howard the Duck. They're singing about their adventures with Howard the Duck and how she's in love with Howard the Duck.
1: You could tell it was like they did that a lot with movies back then where it didn't have to make sense. It just ended in a fun party.
0: Yeah, I'll play here here's a clip from the song to give you a taste. The dark human race, they call him Howard.
1: And then he's the manager of the band, but somehow like trips and falls onto <laughs> well, the stage. Well,
0: first, here's the best part. Tim <laughs> Robbins is now their stage manager. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: He just gave up a career in science yeah, and a medicine. He's science to... and
0: he's also a, a, a plane engineer. Yeah. And 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 now he's the stage manager <laughs> of their rock tour that they're on, I guess. And and Howard, like, is their manager, but like you said.
1: He trips and falls on the stage. Not not only does he trip, he trips, and then it's like another minute sequence of him. Tumbling through like a series of obstacles, <laughs> and he falls onto the stage. And then some roadie just runs out and hands him a Robbins. guitar. Oh, it was? Yes, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. He puts a guitar on Howard and he just goes, There you go. And then Howard just goes, Okay, and he just takes a guitar Improvs solo. a
0: solo in the middle of the song, and he's like
1: shaking his butt. And all the girls in the audience are just like screaming, like he's like
0: Paul McCartney. I, so, this seems to be like a, a hit single of theirs, yeah, Howard the Duck. And, ostensibly, he didn't know he was going to be on stage, so they, this, this solo isn't in the song. <laughs> and they have a little duck-sized guitar, a little man duck-sized guitar for him, like a little, like, uh, My First Guitar. And then they
1: all just participate in, like, a choreographed dance.
0: <laughs> yes. That was just
1: improvised, but somehow they know it.
0: It looks exactly like the scene from Back to the Future, like, where Marty McFly has to play that on stage. You know, now that, it, now that you wearing, say that in the same outfit,
1: I kind of yeah, I was going to say I kind of feel like Howard the Duck is kind of just Marty McFly in like an alternate universe or something. That's, he kind of has no, the same he, like personality. Yes, he
0: has like this boyish charm of like not knowing what's going on and just stumbling his way through and trying to and he's trying to get home and and he doesn't know where he is and he's in it, you know, like there's that same thing. But then the jarring tonal shifts of of. Leah Thompson being sexually assaulted by an alien and different groups of people like four times. And then, you know, these goofy antics of him jumping up on a table and and smashing pies into people's faces. (laughs) It's just so when they're back to back, it doesn't work at all. It's so tone deaf. Yeah, it has no idea. The whole movie, you'll be pulling your hair out trying to figure out who this is for. And apparently audiences felt the same about this lunacy because no one went to see it it was a terrible flop just a big old stinker at the box office
1: oh i was going to ask you that
0: so this i talked about earlier that this reminded me some of the effects they were using reminded me of maybe some of the effects of ghostbusters like the lasers and stuff mm-hmm. so i compared the budgets and i looked this up this movie's budget um well first i'll go through some of the other biggest movies of 1980 of the 80s so et 10 million dollar budget that's in the top 10 grossing movies um, and then we have Back to the Future. We just talked about it. It's kind of there's some similarities there that had $19 mm-hmm. million dollar budget. Um, and that's, you know, was a big project from Spielberg and Zemeckis and stuff. And then the top, Lucas made five of the top 10 grossing movies of the 80s. He made two Star Wars movies that came out in the 80s, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then all, three Indiana Jones movies. All of those broached the top 10. And the first two Indiana Jones have lower budgets than this. Ghostbusters had a $30 million budget. This movie, thirty-eight million dollar budget,
1: and that's in nineteen eighty-six. This is money. in nineteen eighty-six. That's probably like a hundred million dollars now.
0: This <laughs> has more money behind it than the Star Wars movies, all of them. I mean, not put together, but all of them. It blows my mind. Where is this money going? It's so, according to reports that I was reading, George Lucas had just built a a Skywalker Ranch for fifty million dollars. He spent on that fucking ranch okay. and then needed to make money now after the Star Wars movies. So this oh. was the project that he thought was going to make him money. So he tried to use this as a vehicle to fix kind of his financial problems. He got $37 million behind it. The movie was a notorious flop. It barely made in its entire run like $37 million. So it didn't even quite make its money back. And then when you factor in like marketing, it's a complete flop. Like that's mm-hmm. a, it's a horrible failure. And so because of that, Lucas went almost bankrupt. And this is, (laughs) here's a mind blowing bit of trivia right now. He went almost bankrupt. He was forced to start selling off assets and he sold to his friend, Steve Jobs, CEO of Apple. Steve Jobs offered to buy the newly launched CGI animation of Lucasfilms, Mm -hmm. bought that off. And then that became Pixar. So because this movie failed, Pixar (laughs) became a thing. Wow. And that's all because of George Lucas's terrible, terrible decision-making. And this is the beginning of what you'll see with, like, the prequel Star Wars.
1: I kept wondering the whole time what else was popular at that time that this might have been trying to piggyback off. You know how, like, I think you was, see a I trend like that sometimes? That's where...
0: what made me think of, uh, you know, of Ghostbusters because it's has some oh. of those effects. It's a They deal with, like a world bri- a world ending demon that comes down and is this kind of, you know, stop motiony uh, practical effects thing, but that movie is laughing at itself the entire time with the ridiculousness of yeah. it. And and this movie lacks all charisma that Ghostbusters has in its leads. That that does make
1: sense though that maybe they were trying to play off of something I like that. I think absolutely.
0: Like, Ghostbusters came out 2 years
1: earlier. It's like they were trying to take kind of the sci-fi element of Ghostbusters but well, like the adventure of Back to the Future yeah. or Indiana Jones or something. I think this
0: was supposed to be like an adventure action rom. Yeah. And it was supposed to be for kids too. I think, and I think kids went to see it because it was braided PG and it's a Lucas, he just made Indiana Jones and all the Star Wars movies. And then they go see this and it's like, what am I supposed to do with this movie as a kid? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it makes, it makes, it's, it makes no sense to me. It's truly like one of the most.
1: It's not the worst uh, movie I've seen. It just might be the most bizarre.
0: Yeah. This movie was a, a trip to watch, man. Yeah. Holy shit. I had no idea. And the, the first eight minutes, it just, like, starts and doesn't really let up for a long time. It's the weirdest decision-making I've ever seen going <laughs> to anything. I just,
1: I kept thinking about families going to this and then, like, leaving the theater and, and just picturing the dad or something, just, like, shaking his head like,
0: what? What did I just? But yeah. And I wasn't really aware of, of, of this movie really or how bad or weird it was.
1: I had no idea. I didn't know that it was such a big movie. I thought this was like a B movie.
0: That's what I thought too, but to see like even in the first sequence you're just like this is you can actually see that there is some money behind it and this yeah. is a big Hollywood movie. Yeah, so uh, this movie far exceeded my expectations. Would you recommend people would you recommend this movie to other people? Oh,
1: 100%. Really? It was it was such a good time. Like if you got a group of friends together and like made a drinking game or something out of this. Yeah. It would be take a a shot. Every
0: time Leah Thompson is almost sexually (laughs) assaulted, you'll die.
1: Yeah. It, I I still can't get over that. I
0: really felt bad for Leah Thompson in this movie. (laughs) Me too. As an actress, like she's really given it her all. And like I said, I really think she's killing it. And, and she probably was, she was coming off of back to the future and this was her leading role. And then uh, this movie happens and, Was this looked like? It was not. This looked like a grueling experience for most of the people involved in it, and it was pitched as like the you know it was it was positioned as another big hit, and then it just totally flopped. Um, And I love how opposite this is from Twilight. We know exactly (laughs) who Twilight was for and why it was made, Mm -hmm. and this movie is the opposite of that. It's so confounding. It's it's baffling to think that there you know anybody would that they thought this would find an audience. oh yeah so yeah i would i would also recommend this movie i had a blast watching this movie the first 10 minutes i'm telling you go find them on youtube or just go on peacock if it's still there and watch it because it is it is nuts it is a completely bonkers experience
1: i know there are a lot of clips like high def clips on youtube
0: yeah now my life exists in two chunks now before i saw howard the duck and afterwards this movie is gonna stay with me twilight's an, a, a forgettable slog yeah. but this movie will stick <laughs> with me well thank you for listening everybody to uh this episode of thirst for the worst and uh you can find us on uh, a lot of po- pod, uh, podcast platforms we're on apple podcast google podcast spotify we got a lot of places and um i also have a facebook page for us so if you want to be abreast on the latest episodes, that's where you should go.
1: Awesome. I didn't know about the Facebook page. I know. So this is a I'm, nice this little is, surprise.
0: Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. And it, if you just have been thirst for the worst on any place you get podcasts, it should come up. Um, and then you can also follow us on Facebook and that will give you a feed of the, the newest episodes. Um, but yeah, stay tuned in, folks. Um, this is only the beginning of their descent into madness. But this was a fun pit stop. Yeah. On the way sure. there. It wasn't nearly as infuriating as, as it could have been. Mm-hmm. It was a fun experience. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: All right.